Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hello, this is Megan Hillica and today I want to share about how to ground yourself when you notice that you're activated. Um, before we talk about that, I want to talk about, you know, what what is activated and how do you know if you're activated. And I also want to say before we fully dive in, um, if you have not watched my free video, on anxiety and grief, you can go to meganhillica.com and you can get access to that free video there. I talk about anxiety and how um, anxiety can get better or it can get, can like almost not show up. So I'll explain it in there. You go to meganhillica.com and you can get access to that video right away. So how do you know if you're activated? So what is activated and how do you know if you're activated? Because honestly, when I think about when I first experienced these kinds of sensations in my body, I thought I was going crazy and I was going to need to be checked into a mental hospital because I had no idea what was happening to my body. The first time I experienced anxiety or even a panic attack, I thought I was going to die. And I kept telling my husband, I don't know what's wrong with me. And I think you might need to bring me in because I don't know what's happening. So I I think it's good to start in this place in case you're like in this place of, I just feel really crazy and I don't know what's happening to me. I don't know what's going on. Um, So I'll start with how do you know if you're activated and what does it mean? So if I look up the definition of triggered or activated online, it says on dictionary.cambridge.org and that triggered means experiencing a strong emotional reaction of fear, shock, anger, or worry, especially because you are made to remember something bad that has happened in the past. So I think of it as a full like body physical response reaction that you have absolutely no control over. So it's, it's just this, um, it's like, say, say you flip on a light switch and the, and the lights come on. And once you're triggered, your body just goes through this sensations, this, um, experience in your body that you don't have any control over. Um, and triggers can be anything. They can be so personal to each of us, depending on our experiences. Um, they can be like things that absolutely derail us, um, and make us incapable of doing anything for a while. They can just be like more smaller where it's just like, oh, that's annoying. Um, 
I want to just talk a little side note um, that I do not do trigger warnings on anything I post um, because it's literally impossible <clears throat> to know everyone's trigger warnings um, or trigger triggers. So like to give a trigger warning, um, it, it's just kind of impossible. Some could be triggered by certain words. Some are triggered by certain pictures, events, ways of saying things, sounds. It can literally, literally be anything. So I cannot know what people's triggers are. And um, this that's just kind of a side note where I think that each of us also get to kind of um there's a there's a whole nother layer of this of like triggers can be your teachers and you get to to um navigate the world with triggers in that way and I'm actually going to do an episode later on um <clears throat> how when we avoid something we actually keep creating it to be a bigger trigger so anyways but I, I want to share about when I was in my very triggered phase um I would say where everything kind of uh, made me react and respond. Um, my body just reacted over everything after Arya's death. A huge thing for me was um, sleeping children with their eyes half open. And by chance, this is a very common thing in my family. Um, where a lot of my nieces and nephews and my own kids, uh, where they sleep with their eyes open. And so... My family would post pictures of their kids sleeping, thinking it was funny and cute. Uh, for me, not so much. It wasn't, uh, it was very triggering and I, and it would be really horrible for me. So in this kind of situation, I do think that we have the right and the freedom to say, hey, that really affects me when you share those kinds of pictures on our family chat. Would you please stop sharing those for now? Um, cause I did that and they all respected it and nobody shared it anymore. Um, and then actually like many years later, somebody had forgotten and shared something and then they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I forgot about that. And I was like, Oh, I'm actually good now. It's all fine. Like I can totally see that and it doesn't even affect me in the slightest. So I guess, um, I just wanted to kind of dive into like, say on public spaces like Instagram or Facebook or out and about we can't expect everybody to navigate your triggers and know what your triggers are because those are so personal to you but in your um, family chats your spaces you can ask for that and ask for people to respect that um, whether they do or not I guess that's up to them but like I said, I don't think any of us can walk around expecting anyone else to know what our triggers are and that they need to try to walk around them. I am certain that as I talk about this and as I talk about triggers and how your body just reacts and you have no control, that if you have experienced this, you would now know if you didn't know before. Um, maybe you haven't realized that's what it's called. Maybe you just feel crazy, like you can't control your body, your mind, uh, your bodily sensations. Why can't you calm yourself down? All of that. Um, but it's really an automatic response. There's literally nothing after your trigger that you can do to stop the trigger. So when you start that response cycle, what does it feel like? 
it can feel different for everyone. And here's a few ways you can feel the sensations in your body. You can shut down. You can feel your mind racing. Your heart can beat faster. You can start to breathe faster. Um, maybe you feel like you can't think straight. Your mind is kind of like going like tunnel vision. Um, you can go numb. You can get tingling in your face, your hands, your arms. Your stomach can feel funny or royally. You can get uneasy and unable to sit still. You can be jumpy, startled, startle reaction, jump at all the noises and um, anything that you get scared about like is like exaggerated. Um, you can be unable to move. You can feel faint and lightheaded. You can see things that are not there. Um, your thoughts can be so intrusive and horrible. There can be more things, but these are the things I can think of right now. So in all senses, you feel the sensations in your body and your mind may have racing thoughts as well that all, like they all feel out of control. Okay. They all feel like you have no option. So I want to share a little perspective here about being triggered that you don't have to agree with me, but I'm going to share it and see if it resonates with you. So a zebra in the wild sees a lion and when mind of zebra sees a lion, mind causes legs of zebra to get stronger so that zebra can run. Mind makes zebra, or mind makes lion bigger so that zebra no longer sees food, it's not tired, it's not worried about anything else except the lion. So the lion chases zebra and when it's all over, stay and zebra safe and you might go up to the zebra and say, wow, wasn't that lion big? That was so scary. And the zebra will say, what lion? Because for a zebra, if it's not happening, it's not real. So the zebra will completely forget that lion even existed as soon so fear turns on when it needs it and as soon as fear is done the threat is gone fear turns off and this serves zebra really well in our human minds not so much doesn't serve us we have the same type of system as the zebra but um all this fear that is given to our bodies um that our minds will from the threat I don't know the last time I've had to run from a predator and with child loss, it's its own form of fear and terror, but there's nothing that you can run from. So the way mind is processing information, giving fear to make your, your legs be stronger so you can run um, and trying to assist you is a blip in the way the mind is processing information. And so the reason I share this is to first bring understanding that because you are triggered is not your fault. It just happens. It's your mind's way of protecting you. It's not, um, it's not that you aren't trying hard enough. It's not that you're not praying hard enough. It's not that you're not thinking, uh, better thoughts or doing the right things or like, and, and the thing is when you're in that state, anything can trigger you. And then you get in this cycle of trying to stop the triggers and they just keep happening and it feels out of control. And I just want to say it's the way your mind is processing information. It has nothing to do with what you can do consciously. Um, 
So this episode is about how to ground yourself after this happens. But the whole other side of that that we can go into another podcast episode is how RRT, the Rapid Resolution Therapy, can help you get ahead of the trigger so that it doesn't even happen. So just like my example where you know my my family would share those pictures and I would get so triggered and now it doesn't even affect me. I can see a picture and I don't even it doesn't even cross my mind that it would be a problem that it would affect me my body doesn't react at all. Um, it's totally fine for me to see that. And so that is possible and that can happen and that's not what we're talking about today but I want to to kind of bring that up that okay there's because I'm saying um, there's nothing you can do about it this is what happens I also want you to know that you can get to a place where you don't even get triggered in the first place so I don't want to say there's no hope this is just the way you need to live Um, I'm just in this episode focusing on after this happens when you are living this way what are some things that um, you can how, how you can kind of ground yourself and ground your body so we focused on what is triggered how do you know you're triggered and then what can you do to help yourself when this has already happened so what do you do after this has happened you're in that phase you're in that place of feeling really grounded or not grounded triggered I was just talking with a friend about how when something happens it can take a little while to (laughs) really feel okay and ground your body after like it can take a few days sometimes it can take a week sometimes like it is just oh your body gets so activated and your nervous system is so on fire and it's just like okay what can I do so the number one thing I would share is tapping Um, tapping I've talked about it a million times it's incredibly powerful way to ground yourself when you're in a heightened anxiety or uh, your nervous system is really heightened it can really help calm your body down and your mind down I know I've talked about it a lot but I've used it a lot when I'm in a heightened state to bring calmness to my body and it's been an amazing tool for me there are many tapping meditations inside of Gravy Mom's Haven that are related specifically to child loss and all the triggers and things you might face in your own experience. Um, number two is taking a bath with Epsom salt. Maybe some essential oil. So make this as calming as an atmosphere for you as you can. The things that feel good for you. So let maybe music that sounds good for you dim lights if that feels good essential oils that calm you down bringing in all your senses and bringing in sound um, smell taste touch and sight things that ground and calm you so this might take some practice to learn what this is for you but this is a good option to try another one that i was taught early on in my therapy days um though it was helpful for me like I I tried it it wasn't the thing that absolutely helped me the most but I still want to share it here in case it helps you Um, because again we're all different so bringing all of your senses into the picture 
into the moment can really help bring your your brain back online and out of that heightened state. So it's called 54321 method, which is also recorded and inside of Gravy Mom's Haven. So you can just listen to it and not have to try to remember it. But you can find five things that you can see, four things that you can physically feel, three things that you can hear, two things that you can smell, and one thing that you can taste. And then you go through that and then you can repeat this if you need to, going through this again and again until you can feel like grounded or calm, feel your body calm down. Uh, number four is different breathing techniques. One is square breathing where you breathe in for four, hold for four, exhale for four, and hold for four. Um, another one would be breathing in and then exhaling longer than you inhaled. So inhaling and then say for three seconds, exhaling for four or five seconds and just doing that again and again. Um, again, I have many different breathwork exercises recorded inside of Gravy Mom's Haven. I'm just sharing that because literally everything in Gravy Mom's Haven is to help you and to support you in everything related to child loss. So number five, uh, getting outside and in nature. Uh, I, I love getting outside. Um, there's just something so calming. So going on a walk in nature, getting your feet in the earth if you can, laying on the ground, there it is so calming and grounding to be in peace and quiet and away from screens and noise and phones and whatever. But all of that combined with moving your body in nature helps move that energy through your body and being in a peaceful environment really helps calm your body down. Um, and the last one I want to share for today is give yourself space to rest. Um, if you've ever experienced a panic attack or gotten triggered and feel really heightened state, you know how exhausting it is. Your body is working overtime, um, trying to protect you and noticing the threats around you and, really bringing in all of these sensations to your body. Um, and it, it can be so exhausting. Like all of those sensations that you experience that go through your body and going through that whole thing. It, it, it's so hard to describe until you've experienced it. But if you've experienced it, you know how incredibly exhausting it is and draining. Um, so give yourself permission to just rest, to just do what you can to rest, to rest your body, to rest your mind, um, in whatever way that works for you. So there are six ideas of grounding yourself when you're triggered. You don't need to try all six. Just try one and see if it helps you. Remember that these are all for after this has already happened. But again, don't forget that it's possible to get to a place where you don't even get triggered in the first place. It, I, I, I know you might not believe me on that, but I promise it is possible. I've lived it. I lived it. I know other people who, who live it. I've helped other moms live it. It's so, so possible. 
So again, I have a free video that explains more of this with anxiety and grief. And you can go to meganhelica.com to watch that free video. As always, my intention is to assist you on your grief journey, to hold light in the darkness, and to show you that it's possible to live a trigger-free existence and a life filled with joy, even though your child died. I am always holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it for yourself. See you next week. Take care. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Gravy Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for Gravy Moms, where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Gravy Moms Haven at www.gravymomshaven.com. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Gravy Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for Gravy Moms, where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Gravy Moms Haven at www.gravymomshaven.com.